beautiful listeners, welcome back to this cozy little corner where we chat all about beverages, fridge essentials, books, movies, TV shows, skincare, and all the happy little things in life that make the process of transformation and healing and manifestation work a little bit lighter and a little bit cozier and the ways that we can celebrate life in every day from consciously consuming, buying ourselves treats, self-care, and yeah, all the pretty little things that get to sort of lighten up our world, especially when we are inclined to take life very seriously and are very committed to being our best selves and constantly improving and digging deep, it's so important to sometimes lighten up a little bit. So today's episode is with one of my number one expanders in so many categories. I absolutely love the way she shares her spiritual wellness teachings with the world in a very chic um sort of dark yeah aesthetic and she's very authentic and at the same time just leads with such an open heart and is yeah never um never pretending to be a guru or have it all figured out, but just openly shares her wisdom and brings so many experts in on her amazing podcast, A Radiant Life, has beautiful offerings, and um, just her social media is amazing. So she is Lisa O'Connor, the host of A Radiant Life podcast, and um she's just a gem and a gift in this space of nutrition and wellness and spirituality and it was yeah it was such a beautiful gift to have her on this podcast it feels like a huge um, manifestation actually and it's really nourishing to have someone who has been such an inspiration to me and has offered so much sort of big sister healing advice through her social media platforms and her podcasts and her offerings. So I know you will love this episode. It is very much a rapid fire um, format where we talk all about her astrology and what she eats in a day and skincare and supplements and all of that. And of course, in very typical fashion for this podcast, there is depth and wisdom nuggets just sprinkled in throughout. Um, So yeah, I really hope you enjoy this. Lisa, thank you so much for coming on and nourishing this podcast and enjoy. friends and family but you're someone who's been like such a role model and inspiration to me and I was like I just got this ping to reach out and I was like "Ah, I don't think I'm just gonna do it it's scary but like I truly didn't think you would say yes honestly um so I'm really grateful and um I was like reflecting on because I've been following your work for a long time and I was reflecting on like the essence of what was like the the initial like energetic signature that really felt 
so unique to me. Um, mm-hmm. And this is, it, it, it sounds superficial, but it was like that you brought this, like, I wrote it down, but this like, a, sort of like a licensing to be a little more serious and have this like dark, even with your, the colors you use, like, um, like this dark feminine sort of um, the chicness and, I feel like, I don't know, what I was exposed to in the spiritual world before was, like, a lot of, like, gold and rainbow and, like, chakra symbols. And mm-hmm. you, like, embodied um, sort of the bridging of this world of, like, what I see as beauty um, with, like, these esoteric teachings. And um, I don't know. It feels very unique to you. Do you know what I mean? Thank you. I feel like I don't know if that's the Scorpio coming through yeah. or <laughs> – or yeah. just just what I see. I think we all have our own, I guess, resonance to certain, I think, aesthetics or the what we see or what is beauty for us. And I just always believe it's like when you actually just lean into what feels good for you, then it just comes through. Like you don't have to it it doesn't need words. It doesn't need a voice. And that's yes. always, you know, that's what inspires me about photos or imagery or even nature it's like nature doesn't have to speak for it to be beautiful yes definitely yeah I think it's the Scorpio and that's my next question is a little bit about your cosmic profiling and I also think I know you have the, the I have a lot of Capricorn um, in my chart and I know you share that um, it's that like refined sophisticated chic sort of grown up um, vibe that I associate with Capricorn beauty. Um, but yeah, there's so many different kinds of beauty. But I feel like, I don't know. I don't know if I know you've worked, you went to FIT and you've worked in the in the fashion world. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I, for me, that was the first time I had seen something that was so, yeah, like elevated sort of. And I, you still have that. I love everything you post and the color scheme and all of that. So you're so sweet. Thank you. Well, that's, you know, in astrology, it's that Capricorn rising. And I think that's often what is projected and what, what people see. And, and there is that, I mean, Capricorn is, you know, ruled by Saturn. It can be this like serious sign. And often they say with a Capricorn rising, it's like we had to grow up really quickly. And I just go back to like when I was a little girl, it's like, I was pretty inward. I was Mm. very, very, very mature for my age. I was, you know, from a young age already like absorbing and helping people with their emotions, with problems. It's like that was just something. And I remember adults in my life reflecting that back to me saying, you're so mature for your age and I can't believe it. And and there was just kind of this like, you know, this mirroring that was happening. But I think when we look back at that time, all we can really know is that we were just being ourselves. Like there's yes. nothing more pure than a child and innocence and inner child. And so I think there's always just so much beauty in the ability to just stay true and just to, obviously you can pivot and you can change and you can reinvent. I mean, 
I feel like I do actually, as much as I am consistent, Mm -hmm. I do constantly feel like I am going through a transformation and a metamorphosis. Mm -hmm. But I think there's so much to be said about just allowing yourself to, yeah, lean into that. I know authenticity is, is such an overused word, but when we think of it and it just, it's essence and it's energy, it's still so powerful because it just means like staying true to, to you, no matter what's going on around you. Yes. Yes. That is my new thing is like something someone wrote, like authentic vibe is more potent than high vibe. Mm. And to me, that's been such licensing because it is, it's returning to, like you said, that that inner child that was just so pure and it's not necessarily about being so spiritual or so perfect or I do think there's like this obsession with the whole high vibe light and love which is great Mm -hmm. but it's so (laughs) unique you know um, our high vibe can look so different like maybe it's being a little more sassy or a little more blunt Um, that's something I'm coming into is like all like I have I have the same Capricorn placements and it is like they say you age in reverse as a cap when you have a lot Mm -hmm. of Capricorn right so um we get better as we age oh (laughs) yeah baby and that is a question that I because I know you know a lot about skincare and I want to talk about that but I have so much I want to ask you and I want to stick to our structured Saturnian time slot so (laughs) I'm just going to start coming at you in like a rapid fire-ish way if that's okay amazing okay awesome so cosmic profiling I know you just mentioned the Capricorn rising but I'd love to know your like your big three sun and moon as well and then your human design and just any little tidbits of how that like resonates and relates with you? Mm, I always love a good astrology question. It's it's my favorite, (laughs) my favorite language. Okay. So I am Scorpio sun. I am Taurus moon. I am Capricorn rising. And then in human design, I am an MG, which is a manifesting Mm -hmm. generator. So I really, really, I know some people don't relate to their charts. Other people do. I think it's something that as we as we age, we, with anything, it just gets more refined and we, we lean more into its unfolding because it's always like, I always just, it feels like a cosmic onion because it's constantly being like peeled back and okay, look at this. And I, I mean, it's also, it can be a lot because there's so many transits and there's like a you know, a moon transit and a sun transit. And and there's just so much constantly going on. But if we're to stick to like my big three and how I kind of lean into that and how it helps me, for me, my moon, I am, I say this all the time, but I could not be more grateful for an Mm. earth and Taurus moon. (laughs) It's It's one of my... It's just something that I think I've also come into this world to just be that as a being for other people to to be earthy, to, you know, to be that kind of sounding board when I would work more intensely with people on one-to-one. 
it's like I, I, I felt like I was that soil where I could like take things in and I could hold it because it didn't, you know, it didn't overwhelm me. I, I wasn't overly emotional. Like it just created this like beautiful pillar for me. And then obviously with, with Taurus being ruled by Venus and Venus being the, the planet of beauty and pleasure and luxury and, you know, kind of all of those things, which I only, I really resonate with because my North node is in Taurus. So that's oh, where my yeah. soul is guiding me. Mm. And so, yeah, they're, they're, I mean, there's so, we could speak about astrology. I think this whole yes, podcast, definitely, but, <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of my astrology. And then of course, MG, if there's, you know, MGs out there, you get it. Mm. It's just, I'm, I have a lot of passions. I love a lot of things. I really nurture those things at the same time. I really allow if things aren't lighting me up anymore, I hold space to either look at it a little bit deeper and maybe transform it or to just let it go. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I'm a generator, but the manifesting generator, my brother's a manifesting generator, and he, it's the same thing. It's like musician and health coach, and just like, nope, I don't want to do that. So I'm, it's not lighting me up. I'm going to move on. And yeah. Like <laughs> keeping that engine going. Um, I know they also say MGs have like a huge appetite. Do you resonate with that? Oh my goodness. It's so <laughs> funny you say that because I was thinking, I'm like, is she going to ask about like food and this? And oh, I, yeah, yeah. I was thinking just like, I actually had a later lunch and I was just thinking today, but even these past few days, how much I eat and how mm-hmm. big my appetite is because sometimes it can be overwhelming because I have to, you know, I have to have a lot of food in the house and I'm constantly yeah. like, I'm, I'm, you know, running to the store. I live in like a big city so I can walk to the grocery store, Mm. but it's like, it's constantly like this, um, underlying tone throughout my day because it's not just like, I can't just, you know, work, you know how people can just like work and not eat for like, you know, three, four five, six hours. And I'm, I'm the opposite. (laughs) Yes, I know. I love that. And I don't know, I don't know if you resonate with this, but like as a woman, sometimes there's some conditioning to let go of, of like, oh no, like an, a hel- a big appetite can be amazing. And it's like how you keep that, like um, that engine going. I think it's, mm-hmm. that's the, maybe the generator aspect of man gens that, mm-hmm. right. That it's like, that's your fuel and you got to keep feeding it. And yeah, I think if you're a healthy eater though, it definitely is more work. Like, maybe mangens who just eat whatever it's like oh yeah there's stuff in the house or stuff at the airport but like if you're intentional about nutrition that's I feel like when you you have to do the meal prep and make sure that there's there are healthy things as well Mm you know yes yeah okay so I'd love to hear just a typical day in the life of Lisa first thing in the morning you wake up what do you do Mm, first thing in the morning, I mean, not to get too like mushy, but we have been married for, I think actually coming on this year, five years oh, wow. um, and been with my, been with my husband for 10 years now. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, just like we wake up and we cuddle for like, I'm, I'm not oh. over exaggerating. Like sometimes it could be up to like 30 minutes and it, it's oh, just, no. it's hilarious because 
it just for I think just who we are like as people it's like very grounding he's also a sun Taurus and Mm. it's just it's very grounding for us so that's like first and foremost I don't jump out of bed I'm not kind of this like (laughs) this rocket that shoots out of bed I mean if I have to be like if there's an alarm if there's a flight if there's a commitment I am that like okay one two three out of bed but Mm -hmm. most often than not it's cuddles it's wake up it's walk to the kitchen I always light incense have water take some supplements I am not taking any caffeine right now so Mm -hmm. I make like a ginger tea and then I bring my ginger tea often into the bathroom and I have either a hot cold shower or just like a quick cold shower or just sometimes when like I'm on my cycle it's just purely like warm hot Mm. and then I will yeah depending I mean my schedule is a little bit different right now especially in the mornings but I'll give you kind of like the typical and then I will either like have something like light to eat depending upon like how I'm feeling. So maybe just some like fruit first. I have like a little bit of fruit or sometimes I'll just go straight into, um, I practice Kundalini yoga. So I'll Mm -hmm. do my practice. I'll do some stretches and then I, oh, I, it sounds cheesy, but after that, so after I do kind of my Kundalini yoga meditation, I will write just you know, 10 things that I'm grateful for. I keep my journal right there so I can just automatically, because I often do in Kundalini, like do a prosperity meditation, which is part of Mm -hmm. my practice. Mm -hmm. And then I always want to couple it with while, yes, it's kind of, we're always in the cycle of, you know, growing and expanding and we have goals and visions. I always want to make sure that I am being grateful for what I do have instead of constantly seeking and, you know, reaching outwards. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong, you know, wanting and desiring, whether it's a rich life or a material item that you want, you came into this lifetime wanting like that. I think there's something so beautiful about just listening to, you know, your soul's desires. So yeah, Yeah. I'll do that. And then some days it's like, I will then have like kind of more like my second breakfast. I'll have like a smoothie Mm -hmm. or I have like a chia pudding and then I'll head. I live like two minutes from kind of like a forest slash park. So Mm -hmm. I like go into the park for a morning walk or I will um, do Pilates before or eat. So I like I'm saying this, but it's all it's that's it. It seems kind of very regimented, but there's also so much flow in that. But that would be kind of like a general, (laughs) a general flow. Mm, I love I love that you start with like the softness and the pleasure Mm -hmm. rather than being like militant, like get up lemon water you know like I mean I think a lot of us go through that when we get into wellness it becomes very like there's this militaristic energy but like yeah that's what it's about that sweetness and mm-hmm. um I love that you've been together 10 years and you're still cuddling like that in the morning oh yeah so nice. we, we <laughs> actually had someone say it was really funny Jacob um my husband he told me at work that they were having a conversation about relationships and he said something and he and one of his coworkers was like yeah that's because you guys are still in the honeymoon phase mm-hmm. and Jacob's like but we're not we've been together 10 years it's just it's something yes. that you cultivate it's something you know any and everything takes work and it's just something that you know you choose to cultivate or you choose not to I love that and I love the paradigm of like 
the forever honeymoon. I was talking to a friend about this. Um, I've been with my partner for almost eight years. Mm. And it's like, I don't just like with like this paradigm, you know, not to get too esoteric, but of like a golden era on the earth or like a new earth where there's like we're learning through pleasure and bliss and all of that instead of what we've accepted is like, you know, you struggle and you work hard and then and then you get what you want. Like, it's the same thing with relationships. Like, why why just ex- accept this idea that the honeymoon phase is, like, this brief thing at the start? Like, why not have the eternal honeymoon? Mm, you know? I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yes. And I love – I want to get a little more granule just because I'm curious um, with the supplements. So you have lemon water. Is that, like, room temp – or so you have plain water. I just have plain water. So, yeah, yeah. I don't – I used to. There's a lot of things. It's funny you say, like – kind of the militant nature and not that I ever was kind of like that regimented I do I am quite disciplined I I do find like you know it is easier for me to motivate myself maybe than some maybe more (laughs) going back to astrology some more air signs like I don't have zero I pretty much have zero air in my chart so I (laughs) yeah yeah so that's something that I've I've always like I've loved, but then it's also been, it's been more difficult sometimes for me to, you know, ease up a little bit, but Mm. no, when I used to drink lemon water and then probably like six years ago, my dentist, my old dentist was like, yeah, you shouldn't be doing that for your enamel. It's okay. A little bit. Mm. Um, but it's really, really not good for the, for the wear and tear and for the integrity, like of the teeth. So yeah, I just drink like room temperature. Um, we have a Berkey filter. So Mm -hmm. I, yeah, just have that water and yeah, yeah, your supplements. Yeah. So my supplements, I mean, it always shifts and that's one thing. I mean, I, I don't really practice anymore, like as a holistic nutritionist, but Mm -hmm. it's something that even for me personally, I've, I've had quite a crazy health journey. So there've been periods Mm -hmm. in my life where, you know, I took 40 supplements a day. Mm -hmm. There's been periods of my life where I took nothing. There's Mm -hmm. periods of my life where it's like I alternate or I sink, or I've also had, um, session with like a muscle testing like a kinesiologist to Mm -hmm. see like what supplements are actually resonating with my body and and so it's it's I've I've had probably like a 15 year journey with testing with going through the whole supplement kind of um dance and now for me it just really comes back to tuning in it comes down to like I would say my core basics, like always, always, always like a liposomal vitamin C. That mm-hmm. is what I take every morning mm-hmm. on an empty stomach. And then I will do often like a liquid gel, a capsule of ashwagandha mm-hmm. in the morning and then a quercetin nettle combination. That's more, I was living in toxic mold last year, which is a massive, mm-hmm. a whole big story. I won't get yeah. into it, but that I still take that quercetin and nettle just to help calm histamine. So um, mm-hmm. I'm still doing that. What else do I take in the morning? That's often it. Sometimes I will take a probiotic, um, but I don't always. And then, oh, I take my minerals. So I either nice. take a, a supplement called, it's from Sun Warrior Liquid Light, or I just take... Um, it's called Aussie Minerals, which is another good brand that has uh, minerals. So I often take that in uh, coconut water. 
Oh, I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. Okay. And then I know you said sometimes fruit and a smoothie um, for breakfast. What would a typical day of meals look like? Like lunch, dinner, snacks, mm. beverages, dessert, just like an example, a sample. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So lots, lots and lots of hydration. I drink multiple cups of ginger tea, probably Mm -hmm. like four to five cups a day. Mm -hmm. I drink probably two to three liters of just like regular water. And then I uh, love sparkling mineral water. So that's often in the mix. So very hydrated. I I like, (laughs) I think that's more, I run a little bit more pitta in Ayurveda, Mm -hmm. so a little bit more heat. And I just, I love hydration. So always that like constantly throughout the day. And then yeah, breakfast is, you know, I love fruit first often like in the summer, but that's just not, that's, that won't sustain me. That's not like my breakfast, but I often Mm -hmm. just like the cleansing property of having that first. And then I'll have, you know, an hour, two hours later, a smoothie and not, and, or uh, (laughs) I don't have, I'm not, that. Yeah, I'm not Jen. an animal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not an animal. And then mm. I will have um or I'll have chia pudding. And then that because mm. I often have like a later breakfast, but I do try to get something in me, even if it's just sometimes in the morning, like you know, I'll have like half a green smoothie or some coconut water just to give my body a sense of, you know, you aren't starving starving. Like I'm yes. not a faster. So that's something mm. that I don't I don't often um, do. Actually, I never do. And then, yeah, I have a late breakfast. So lunch is a little bit later. And for lunch, often, if it's not a bunch of snacks, it's often soup with like cauliflower crackers um, or a salad that I just make with whatever's in. And then if I have any like leftover chicken or just some quinoa or I do like a quinoa bowl with like broccoli and quinoa and cucumbers and zucchini and Mm. hemp seeds and olive oil. So very simple, like very, very, very simple. Um, And then in the afternoon I might have like another smoothie or uh, what else? Yeah. Just like another little snack, maybe like a green juice or um, like a hot drink. Sometimes I go to like a cafe near me and they make this thing called like a lemon zinger, which is like ginger and turmeric and lemon and honey. So something mm-hmm. just to kind of like, yeah, give me a little like zing. I like a little kind of mm-hmm. spark in the afternoon. Cause I'm, yes. yeah, I'm not that I would normally drink caffeine at that time. I would only drink caffeine in the morning when I was drinking it, but I kind of just like a little, yeah, a little zinger in the afternoon. And then moving into dinner, which we always often eat because um, my husband usually eats before or at work and then obviously has lunch at work. So that dinner is kind of like our main meal. Mm-hmm. And then I often make, uh, it could be anywhere from like roast chicken to roast potatoes to a salad or like last night I had a green curry and then I make quinoa with it or I'll make like homemade bison meatballs and veggies and a salad or I really love there's this pasta that is actually made out of stone ground um, green peas and kale Mm -hmm. and it tastes like regular pasta like it gets perfectly al dente so we'll either have um yeah, like a veggie pasta or, 
yeah, like a meat pasta with the noodles. So yeah, just kind of, I would say that's a general range. Everything is very simple. My, ba- my big thing is quality. So we do and are lucky enough to be able to have access to organic food and, mm. and very simple, no crazy seasoning, no crazy ingredients, just like whole organic food. I love that. And it just feels so like nutrient dense and vibrant and like colorful, but not dogmatic. Like I love mm-hmm. that you're having greens. Like why not have quinoa? And, totally. I love you know? it. <laughs> yes, totally. And what are your views? Are you a dessert person? No, I'm actually no. not. I am not a sweet person. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in the are evening. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. But I, uh, yeah, I'm not too. I don't have a sweet tooth. Sometimes Mm-mm. I will have, we'll share kind of like an apple with like some pumpkin seed butter. Or if we have any, like if we had guest overs or something, like sometimes we have ice cream, like coconut milk ice cream in the mm-hmm. freezer. So like I'll have a little bit of that, but yeah, usually in the evenings and we do tend to eat like a little bit later just because by the time my husband gets home from work and then he goes to the gym or just has, you know, other things to do, we eat a little bit later. So after dinner, I just want like a chamomile tea. I want to make a tea, like it's just a huge teapot of chamomile and yeah, just yeah, ease into the night. Mm, I love that. And then, so now you're at evening. What would like an evening routine, evening skincare, what does that look like as you wind down? So minimal. It's funny. I actually don't have an evening routine. It Mm. is probably, if I were to say a few things, like I often have like a, a hot shower in the evening where then it's like I kind of just wash off and cleanse off the day, the energy, that for me, and I think that is like my my Scorpio nature, like the water for me is very healing or nice. have a, a bath. So I would say that is, yeah, I would say that's like the biggest thing I would do in my evening for self-care. Mm. Other than that, it's just, yeah, like I cook, we eat, sometimes maybe, you know, we'll watch a little bit of a show and then we'll maybe read before bed sometimes maybe mm-hmm. not and that's about it and skincare like honestly so uh so simple I wash with like an oil cleanser and then put on a couple of serums and an oil and that's it sometimes mm-hmm. gua sha I gua sha maybe like two times a week if I remember yeah <laughs> but yeah but yeah yeah, I actually want to, this might be very weird and not relatable, but did you at any stage when you were like getting into gua sha, because I'm new to it, have like a perfectionist like stress around it? Like, am I doing this right? Am I doing the right amount of strokes? Or is that just me? I haven't heard anyone else say that. No, to be honest, like, and and maybe this is just like my actual, just like my nature and, and the way that I allow myself to be guided by my intuition. Mm. I just do what feels right. Like, I don't even know Mm. if I'm doing, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. I mean, I've watched a few videos and, you know, one of my good friends, Britta actually owns like the, the gua sha that I have, she created it. And, and so Mm -hmm. I've, I've like 
seen her and I watch her videos. So it's like, I kind of know, but then no, what I like doing is just putting so much oil on my face and then I'll sit, I put like two blankets on me and I'll just sit in front or lay down and I do it watching like a funny show or like a oh, really girly show. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for that licensing. That sounds because I'm like okay this is anti-aging and it's very important to do anti-aging stuff properly so I look beautiful forever let me do <laughs> 10 strokes on my cheekbone and that yeah I love I have wanted to do it intuitively and now I'm gonna remember that that was the permission I needed totally and with anything with anything it's like your body will your body will respond. And so I always feel like, okay, some, and then sometimes I do it for way longer than you can even say, like, I'm just, my nervous system is so soothed. If I'm just like so warm and cozy and, you know, I have candles and I'm just like, yeah, I just like really cozy things. And so to then just be like washing while I'm watching something funny or inspiring or something that just allows me to switch my mind off to me, I'm like, but isn't that all anti-aging? Like it's all yes. connected. It's yes. not just the gua sha. It's the way that my body's, you know, feeling on the couch. It's the incense. It's the candles. It's I'm laughing. It's like I'm also watching something that's lighthearted and not so serious, which then reminds me of like we're all aging. We're all growing. And let's just have fun yes. while, <laughs> while still taking care of our body. I skin. love that. I love that. Um, okay. So the last couple, I feel mm-hmm. like you might've already gone over this, but if you like top three items that are always in your fridge slash desert Island, you could have three products or seasonings or yeah, three things. What would mm. they be? For food? That is a good question. What do I eat on a day-to-day basis every single day? Uh, I would say some form of coconut products. So whether it's coconut milk or coconut butter or coconut cream or, uh, something, something coconut, uh, what else? Green. I know that's very like that. That's a large landscape, but it would have to be like a green smoothie or a green juice. Yes. Um, yeah and then the other thing would probably be meat and protein like something mm-hmm. that really sustains me it really for me it just like it feels good in my nervous system and it's yeah it's just something that I that makes me feel good yes same I'm just back on the meat game after many years like medical medium and vegan and it's mm. like Oh, it's so nice to have protein and be satiated and feel grounded. I agree. Yes. Okay. Your most potent beauty tip. It can be a mindset shift. It can be a serum. Mm, I have a few, but if it were to be like the – okay, I actually can't just say one. That's okay. That's so fine. So I would probably – I always – I like a trifecta. So it's like one is going to be like – laughter, laughter and pleasure. So whether that, you know, you're intimate with yourself or you're intimate with a partner, Mm. um, I think it's something that people often don't talk about, whether it's, you know, having, you know, sex or orgasming or whatever that is, that to me is, yeah, it's, it's keeping, keeping the, 
the juices and keeping everything flowing. Like that's vibrancy, that's vitality, but then also just like the fun part, like having fun is, Mm -hmm. is anti-aging. It relaxes every part of the body Mm -hmm. and the nervous system. And yeah, then on kind of the more practical side, I would say, yeah, some form of, we were just speaking about some sort of like facial massage, facial yoga, Mm -hmm. gua sha, like having, because we work out our body, right? So we work out our muscles and our, and our joints and our collagen, but like our face also has the same muscles and tissues and collagen. So it's something that's really important. And then finally, an oil, I am an oil lover. Mm. Uh, So just lots of oil. And I used to, I used to, used to have like really bad acne and I know there's a lot of people who think oil and acne and and that kind of is a bad combo, but the more oil I started to use, the better my skin actually got. So Mm -hmm. yeah, oils. Any oil, rose oil, or or do you just love them all? I love, so I love living libations. They make Mm -hmm. like their best skin ever. And I like the sandalwood or the frankincense. The other ones have, while some people can handle the coconut oil in it, my skin doesn't love coconut oil no. on my face, just on my body. So the sandalwood or the frankincense, best skin ever. And then I love all of um, Marie Veronique's oils. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, when I'm out of those oils, then I just use plain uh, Yehoba oil. Yeah, Like just very, very clean and simple. But I often always have, I have a couple oils in my, in my, yeah, bathroom. Oh, I love that. Okay. And now just the last two, um, your best lesson on body and health. So it's obviously the start of the year. Many people want to just look and feel their best. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. Just if you have like a lesson or a tip or anything around, yeah, being in your best health, but also aesthetically, like reaching Mm -hmm. your body goals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, it's genuinely doing something that you love Mm -hmm. and for me the longest time I'm actually coming out of a of a period of not working out and I know that sounds like really bad and really (laughs) no not at all like Mm -hmm. I guess kind of odd for someone who cares so much about wellness but Mm -hmm. in saying that it wasn't that I actually didn't work out or move my body I just moved it in a way that it wanted to be moved so I just focused on super long walks again I live in a big city we don't have a car so if there's any errand it's like I'm out there rain snow sun wind like I'm out there all season so it's like Mm -hmm. I walk everywhere so I walk and I do a lot of steps and then I would still do Kundalini yoga, which still kind of really moved my body and my spine and my, my joints and really provided like this overall health within my physical body. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm getting back into doing like mat and reformer Pilates starting mm-hmm. like two to three days a week. So all of that to say, and I just want to kind of, put that out there for people, the invitation to lean into what feels good for you because body aesthetic, the way that it looks, the way that it feels, if we're talking on a physiological level, comes down to the nervous system and comes down to hormones. So Mm -hmm. when I actually stopped 
working out on a more intense kind of four to five day week schedule. And I wasn't doing anything actually crazy or lifting weights at the gym. But when I stopped and just was a little bit more gentler, my body actually like just was so happy and my hormones and everything was just like that my body actually just kind of went to its natural shape. And it was just like, it, it kind of surprised me when it just, it, it morphed into just like what my body is happy and healthy at. And so I just, I constantly want to, you know, reaffirm the fact that when you're doing things that feel good for you and you aren't pushing and forcing and forcing yourself to the gym when you're on your period or, you know, when you're feeling sick, your body's always regulating and always healing. And you're always going to quote unquote, get the body that you want when you listen to the body that you have. Mm, I love that. Yes. I have, I am, you know, I'm like my most overweight right now and I'm going to figure out what's going on. There's something weird, but I have in the past when I've been like in my best shape ever, I wasn't exercising at all and it didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just so interesting how you're, you can like have a download and have a truth and embody it and experience it. But then when someone else says that, um, it's sort of like this confirmation. It's like something that no one says, right? Like no one would tell you that. Um, I've totally experienced that. And I agree, like the pleasure and the listening and the not pushing, it's a really good reminder because there's so much programming available. Um, for me, it was like the medical medium thing, which was mm, so wrong for me. I know. Yeah, it's <laughs> sad. Like I I think that's where I, why I'm at where I am right now because I was like the most militant, like little soldier of the soul, of the medical medium protocol for like four years and was like mm. starving and stressed and um, it's definitely hard, right? And it's I'm in a very hard place, but like mm. yeah, remembering that my body will get back to its happy place and to just listen. Um, it that feels really good definitely of course it will of course it will and and the body like the body is always working for you and with that like with the with medical and yeah we could go on a deep dive because I have (laughs) I have (laughs) I have my my own thoughts on that Mm. but it was it's you know the way that your body now feels even like eating meat it's Mm -hmm. like your body can actually sustain a lot of pressure a lot of um kind of quote-unquote hardship if we're forcing 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 and so often after like that it enters into this like recalibration state, which is probably kind of where you're in. And so your body is just dancing, you know, the endocrine system and the adrenals and the hormones and everything is just trying to like get back online. So then it can, yeah, it can say, okay, like, let's do this. Where do you want to go? How, you know, how are we going to go about that? And the beauty is that it's like, it's all achievable. Like it's, it's all, um, yeah, your body in every moment is healing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet. So but yeah, that felt like real medicine to receive. Mm. Thank you. You're Um, welcome. So just to wrap up, if there's any last message, and then of course, I was just looking at your beautiful website and offerings just, um, yeah, just to give a chance for the community to hear about your offerings and 
um, how they can find you. Mm, thank you. Well, thank you yeah. for having me, first and foremost. Yes, my pleasure. Um, last message, I think to me in relation to any and everything when it comes to life, when it comes to pleasure, when it comes to health and wellness and beauty is simple, is, is less is more. I think sometimes, especially in the age that we're in, the Aquarian age and the social media age, that it's only growing and it's only expanding, mm-hmm. that I always just like to come back and always like to invite people to to simplify, to clear out. It doesn't mean you have to become you know, a minimalist or you have to go off the grid or you have to renounce any sort of material life or world. It's not about that. But it's just about getting intentional and really tuning into what genuinely makes you happy and who do you want to, you know, spend time with and what environment do you want to build? And all of that essentially, you know, creates your inner world and your inner landscape. And I just think we're massively more powerful than we've ever been taught or programmed. Mm. So to recognize our ability to create and to have a part to play in it, to not be a bystander of our life and to, yeah, clear and let go and take inventory and simplify. Again, I know these are all just kind of throwing words out there, but if you really start to take like one small step in the direction that where you want to go, that is how you get to a specific place or that's how you reach a goal or you create a vision. It is the micro steps. It is mm-hmm. the clearing. It could be anything from like cleaning out your closet to create space for, you know, a new or- wardrobe item that you, that you want, that you've been manifesting. Because if there's no space in your life, there's no space for things to come through. Mm, yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. I just saw, um, I, I don't remember if it was on your page or your website, but you said, it said something like, no one's coming to save you. And it's yeah. like, I love, I love that it feels very like Capricorn, Scorpionic, like, okay, I'm going to give it to you real. But it is like, okay, if no one's coming to save you, um, which I think there can be like the religious programming around that, like some, you know, big guy in the sky is going to just give it to you. Then like, how can you source that and and have the guidance that's there. And I love the idea of just taking little micro actions like cleaning a closet or things that might not seem quote unquote spiritual, but can in the physical world, like really, like you said, create space or, or eventually make a big change. So I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that I love that you mentioned that because I think going into a new year, I think sometimes we think, okay, this external thing is going to what's going to provide, you know, the momentum or this person or, you know, this opportunity that I'm banking on or it's this, this, this. Mm -hmm. When we recognize there's so much beauty in the fact that no one is coming Mm -hmm. to save us or to create the life or to make us happy or to make us fulfilled that's actually when the wheels start to turn and when the magic starts to happen. It's so hard to face. I tell myself that Mm. all the time. Like, it's not like I haven't figured it out. Mm. Um, So I think there's just also that remembrance that like, I also think it's important. I have a podcast too. So when, you know, 
someone speaking or uh, I'm speaking, I always want to affirm that I am still on the journey. I am still figuring things out in Mm -hmm. no way (laughs) are things perfect. And, and there's no perfection. And, you know, the, you know, that whole, you know, lingo that that doesn't exist. And so I just constantly want to, yeah, remind people that like, it's like, what's the saying? I can't remember the quote. It's like, I know everything. And at the same time, I know nothing. Right. Yeah. It's like that. It's like that dance. So, so yeah, I just think that's just so important to remind people as you listen to these podcasts. Yes. And it's so, yeah, there is like a, you really have this, um, I can't, it's humble, but it's also like this more, it feels like you have very strong morals about how you share your message. It's not the right integrity. Integrity is the word Um, because there can be this weird energy with so many thought leaders and they're like saying, they keep saying, I'm not your guru. I'm not your guru, but they're like, but really I want you to, (laughs) I want you to give me all your power. And you like fully, you fully embody that a hundred percent. Your podcast is amazing and everyone needs to listen to it. Um, And all your work, you're like, yeah, it's humble. And there's something nice also for the person who, like you as the leader, to kind of not worry about, like, having to be perfect or be on a pedestal, mm. right? hmm Yeah. Mm. Thank you yes. for saying that. Yeah. Um, so how can everyone connect with you? Do you have any offerings or courses that you um, are offering right now? Yeah, so I, you can find me on Instagram, which I think um, you'll share. You put the, the link. So it's like my name or at A Radiant Life. I also have a podcast called A Radiant Life. Um, yeah, there's multiple. You can work with me. I'm still taking clients, which actually it's going to drop off um, probably spring or summer. So mm-hmm. I can still taking one-to-one clients at this point. And then I have a creative studio and then I have an offering, which is called the collection number one, which is this whole beauty experience, which combines Kundalini yoga, meditation and breath work with an ebook. It's called the beauty book where I share all of my, like all of them, all of my skincare and beauty tips and practices and products that I use and there's a meditation in there and yeah it's just I wanted to create something that I could after so many years of researching and trial and erroring but also just a passion towards this inner beauty landscape it's just some it's a it's an offering and experience I wanted to create to allow others to yeah just tap deeper into their inner beauty and radiance because it's it's within all of us no matter what no matter what Mm, I love that I love the the deep beauty work that you offer because it's I I know glow deep was the former yeah um but that is what it's about it's like the the mixing of the of the deep work and then I know I the um the names were like cleanse tone and right. hydrate. Mm-hmm. hydrate and mm-hmm. I love that I love yeah I was just reading the description I think I think the audience the listeners are like the perfect um candidates for stuff like that because like you said it's so it's so multi-dimensional it's not just the products um it's that deep work as well thank you <sighs> thank you so much Lisa we went way over I hope you're not running late to anything no it's all good thank Thank you you for having me okay thank you thank you Bye. bye guys